The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open again to Psalm 23, we'll pick up verses 4, 5, and 6 after a word of prayer. Father, we come now in Jesus' name thanking you for this day, thanking you for our deliverance from sin. Lord, no longer do we suffer under that penalty. And praise the Lord, we are seeing victory over the power of sin day by day. And one day we shall be delivered eternally from the presence of sin. What a day that will be when Jesus we see. Even so, come Lord Jesus. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. And for his sake, amen and amen. Psalm 23, verse 4. Yea, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now we are looking at the fact that our Lord is our shepherd. A shepherd is our Lord. We have saw thus far the shepherd and his sovereignty, the shepherd and his supply, the shepherd and his sweetness, the shepherd and his steps, the shepherd and his strength. He restores my soul. But now we look at the shepherd and his shadow. He who has brought back and built up our life when he restored our soul as he led us down beside the still waters, 
down the paths of righteousness for his own namesake, we find ourselves now, I want to see it this way, in his shadow. Verse 4 mentions the valley of the shadow of death. And so the psalmist now descends into the valley. He follows the shepherd down the narrow path through the valley with the mountains on either side. A pleasant thought emerges, though, in my mind that while we walk in the valley of the shadow of death, let us remember that we are walking in the shadow of our shepherd, who is the victor over death. And so we can have no fear, for he is with us. And we can walk through this valley of this shadow of death and find comfort for our souls. We are afforded in the shepherd's shadow. We find a great peace, a great place is afforded unto us. We find direction in the valley in his shadow. For we are walking through the valley. We're going through, brethren. We're walking in the valley, yes. But he's taking us through the valley. But then we find protection in the valley when in his shadow. I will fear no evil. We will be protected in these dark, dreadful And dangerous times of life, we can find protection in the Lord, which is most adequate and most evident. Now, we will not be free from suffering, nor from sickness, nor even perhaps from tragedy or calamity. But praise the Lord, we don't have to fear any evil. And the Lord will protect us. He will direct us. But then he says, for thou art with me. I see here instruction in the valley. He is with us. His voice is in our ears. His steps are in our sight. He himself is with us. Our ears must be tuned to hear him. Our hearts must be turned to follow him. Our eyes must be turned in his direction. The sheep are familiar with the voice of the shepherd, and we will gladly obey his commands while in the valley. Yes, brethren, when we find ourselves in the valley, let us recognize that we are also in his presence. And though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Let us be still and silent and listen, for we are in the shepherd's shadow as well. But then the shepherd and his staff. The verse goes on and closes out with these words, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now the rod is to provide safety from the enemies while the staff is to provide safety from the entanglements of life. The rod was used to clear a pathway, to chasten the sheep, to comb through the wool, to chase away the enemy. 
The staff was used to bring the sheep closer to the shepherd and to one another, to set them free from the entanglements which happened along the way, and lift them to a higher plane that they might otherwise never reach. These instruments, the rod and the staff, drive away our enemies, drive away our fears, drive away our worries. We can take them, I believe, to symbolize the Holy Spirit and the Word of God in the Christian's life. The Spirit of God takes the Word of God, drives away all doubt, all fear, and all worry. It is the Word of God that we must quote to resist our enemy, the devil, to resist our flesh, to resist this world. We find correction, confinement, consolation, and courage in our Lord's rod and staff. But then the shepherd and his satisfaction. In verse 5, he brings us safely through the valley of the shadow of death. Not one has been lost. All are accounted for. And he brings us to a table in the wilderness, which he himself has prepared. And thus he satisfies the sheep with food. Thou preparest a table before me. A meal has been spread. A table land of good green grass, which has been personally prepared by the shepherd. He's cultivated it. He's pulled up all the poisonous weeds. He's removed all the briars. He's cleaned it. He's ridded of all those vipers, pouring oil down the viper's hole, causing them to flee, eventually to, to, to remove themselves from their pits. He's cleared it of any wild beasts that would be dangerous. And the table is prepared before the sheep in the presence of our enemy. He satisfies the sheep with food, but also with freshness. Thou anointest my head with oil. The oil was used for different purposes, but upon the head of the sheep it could prevent sickness. It could remove sores, scabs, prevent sunstroke. It was also done for that social life of the sheep. Sometimes sheep even butt heads, and the oil would help them to slide off, keep them from hurting one another. It was for the shepherd's delight. He took joy in anointing the head of his sheep. It necessitates that he comes into close contact and place his hands on the sheep. What a thought. What a truth. That the Lord, who is our shepherd, would place his hands upon our heads and anoint us with oil. Do we not need the anointing of God? We have anointing. We have that unction from the Holy One. But oh, for it to be effective and operative in our lives. Oh, for God to touch us and anoint us. But then he satisfies the sheep with fullness. My cup runneth over. And then in verse 6, we see the shepherd and his shelter. We go back to the permanent place of resting. He takes care of time. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. He takes care of eternity, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Oh yes, these precious provisions of our shepherd, of goodness and mercy. We can see them as blessings from the Lord, and we can call them the Lord's sheepdogs. 
They keep us in the right way, taking care of us and tending us during this journey of life. They take care of us. God's mercy for our steps. God's goodness for our lives. But then we move from that realm of time into eternity where there's neither beginning nor end. Eternity is bound up in our Lord. And we find here that He has prepared a place for us to abide in, a way for us to arrive on, a garment for us to appear in. Oh my, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What a day that will be when Jesus, our Lord, our shepherd, our friend, our Savior, we see. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.